Hi, I'm Jago Wynn, and welcome to the HTC Daily Podcast. We as a church are meeting daily on Zoom to speak to God in prayer and to hear from God in the Bible. For those of you who can't join us live or who want to listen again, we're featuring the daily Bible thought, and we're also including how we're being encouraged to pray each day. Today, it's Robert Zhang. So we're going to move on to our passage now. So good morning for all of you who've joined us. Welcome to HTC Daily. So we're going to be looking today at Luke chapter 1, verses 13 to 17. But before we do that, I wanted to say that I have actually studied Luke's gospel in some depth over the past few years. And the reason for this is because I illustrated a graphic novel of the entirety of Luke's gospel. So this was in comic book form and it covered every single verse of Luke's gospel and the reason I did this was because I'm a very visual kind of person and although I have studied theology before I prefer to see images rather than a block of text so what I'm going to do this morning is show you a bit of that so rather than just reading it as the text we can actually look at the passage with images as well from the images that I had illustrated before. But we're going to go back slightly to uh, verse 8 just to give it a bit of context. Now, if you're listening back on the podcast, you won't be able to see these images, unfortunately. So, appearing on your screen, if you can see this, it says, One day it was the turn of Zechariah's division to be on duty while he was officiating as priest before God It fell to him by lot, as was the custom among the priests, to go into the temple of the Lord and burn incense. And as it was the hour of incense, the people were all praying outside. And an angel of the Lord appeared to Zechariah on the right of the altar of incense. Zechariah was startled at the sight and was awestruck. The angel said to him, Do not be afraid, Zechariah. Your prayer has been heard. Your wife Elizabeth shall bear you a son, whom you shall call John. He will be a joy to you and a delight. Many will rejoice over his birth, for he will be great in the sight of the Lord. He shall not drink any wine or strong drink, and will be filled with the Holy Spirit from birth. And he will reconcile many of the Israelites to the Lord their God. He shall go before the Lord in the spirit and power of Elijah, to reconcile fathers and children and are disobedient to the wisdom of the righteous. He shall prepare the people for the Lord. Now, how many of you have been praying for something for a long period of time? Maybe it's for a child like Zachariah and Elizabeth had been praying, or maybe it's for a relationship or for a job. Or maybe you've been praying for healing or perhaps even for God's work in someone's life and to save them. There can be times when we've been praying for some of these things for years and it seems that we go without a response. And after a while, perhaps we even give up hope that our prayers have been answered. Well, if that's you, you can take encouragement from this passage this morning. Now, I know Tim covered some of this yesterday, but we're going to go into a bit more depth. I don't know when the angel says to Zechariah, when he says, do not be afraid, Zechariah, your prayer has been heard. We don't know exactly whether he was specifically referring to Zechariah's prayer, which he was praying 
while he was at the altar of incense, when he was praying as the representative of the people, whether it was for this prayer or whether it was the prayer for a son that he and his wife had prayed many times before. We do know, though, that Zechariah, that it was his turn to go into the temple of the Lord and burn incense according to his lot, and that this was a highly solemn moment, and he would have been interceding on behalf of the people of Israel. We also know that Zechariah was already advanced in years. Him and his wife were really old, so they had probably even maybe given up praying about this. They were, it says they were well past the age of childbearing. We're told also in verse 6 that Zechariah was righteous in the eyes of God and observed all of the Lord's commands blamelessly. So therefore it's quite unlikely that Zechariah was who at this point was acting as a consecrated priest, it's quite unlikely that when he was being called to intercede on behalf of the people, that he would be thinking of his own interests and praying for a, a son at this point. So it's interesting then that the first thing the angel of the Lord says when he appears to Zechariah is, do not be afraid, and he says, your prayer has been heard. Now what is the angel referring to then? What prayer is this? Well, it's quite likely that Gabriel, the angel Gabriel, that he was referring specifically to the prayer that Zechariah had just been praying at this point for the salvation of the people of Israel, for the redemption of them by the Messiah. But although it's referring to this immediate prayer, God, in his grace, is also answering a long sought after prayer for Zechariah as well. Yes, on the one hand, it is a prayer, an answer to prayer that the Messiah, who had been prayed for, will come. But on the other hand, it's also answering the prayer that they will conceive a son. Now, we can take a, a couple of encouragements here from this. First of all, we can see that God had heard Zechariah and Elizabeth's prayer long before. And he would answer it even when they were not specifically praying for it at this point. And, it's a, and secondly, we can take the encouragement that in answering this former prayer of Zechariah and Elizabeth, God is actually fulfilling his purpose here, his wider plan. He's answering both prayers simultaneously. So Elizabeth, it says that she will bear a son whom she'll name John. And the name John in Hebrew means God is gracious. So it signifies that God has brought an end to Zechariah and Elizabeth's barrenness, not because of anything they've done, not because of anything that they've earned, but because of God's own divine grace. So John's birth was in fact the fulfilment of prophecy. And as we read in verse 17, it says, He shall go before the Lord in the spirit and power of Elijah to reconcile fathers and children and are disobedient to the wisdom of the righteous. He should prepare the people for the Lord. And if you recall earlier, we were reading from Malachi, and this was from chapter 3, verse 1 to 4. It says, I will send my messenger who will prepare the way before me. And it says, then suddenly the Lord you are seeking will come to his temple. The messenger of the covenant whom you desire will come, says the Lord Almighty. And if you skip later on to Malachi, 
These are the final two verses of the Old Testament. Malachi chapter 4, verses 5 to 6. It says, See, I will send the prophet Elijah to you before that great and dreadful day of the Lord comes. He will turn the hearts of the parents to their children and the hearts of the children to their parents, or else I will come and strike the land with total destruction. So in ancient times, when a messenger would be sent before a king, he would often be preparing the way by building a road in anticipation of the king's arrival. Well, John the Baptist is a messenger in anticipation of Jesus, the king's arrival. And he's preparing the way, but he's not preparing it by building a physical road, but by preparing people's hearts and calling them to repentance. So God is answering Zechariah's prayer in a way that he could never have imagined. Now, I'm not saying it will always be the case that when our prayers go unanswered for a long period of time, that this is going to happen in this way. But sometimes God can delay answering them and then later answer them in a much greater way than we could have imagined. And it's not merely for our own enjoyment, although there is that element, but it's also to serve God's greater purpose and plan. And our prayers can also be answered sometimes when we least expect them, just as was the case here with Zechariah. He was praying on behalf of the people, but God came through the angel and answered both prayers at once. So as we come to a close, let's thank God that God does hear our prayers, even our long unanswered prayers. And I'll pray to close. So Father, thank you that you can answer our prayers when we least expect it. And you can answer in a greater way than we could imagine. Help us not to lose hope. And even if it comes to that situation that we might have stopped praying, as might have been the case with Zechariah, thank you that you can still answer our long forgotten prayers and answer them in a much greater way than we could imagine. In Jesus' name. Amen. This morning on HTC Daily, we opened by looking at Malachi chapter 3 verses 1 to 4, and we gave thanks to God that he is refining us and also asked him to continue refining us. Then we looked at our passage for today, Luke chapter 1 verses 13 to 17. And on the basis of that passage, we thank God afterwards that even when our prayers seem to go unanswered for a long period of time, that we can be assured that God has heard them and not forgotten them. We thanked God that he can still answer our prayers in a greater way than we could imagine and that he answers according to his plan and greater purpose. And so we commit all these prayers in Jesus' name. Thank you for listening to HTC Daily.